Welcome to Women Who Code Career Nav Podcast. Be able to uh, trust uh, your team to give you good options. You are there to guide them, to help them solve the In the Women Who Code Career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real-world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. These talks will include both career advice as well as a look at the industry itself and its practices. Hi everyone and welcome to Woman Who Code podcast. Uh, my name is Zamzam uh, and I'm uh, here to talk to you about a journey that I had from uh, being an individual contributor, like so from being a coder to a leader. Um, so um just to give you a little bit of background about myself, uh, I've started uh, doing, uh, uh, like I said, the hardware engineering for my uh, bachelor's degree, but um, I did not really like hardware. Uh, it just never clicked, but I really enjoyed uh, software. Uh, so uh, I actually uh, always wanted to switch to software uh, engineering, but uh, it was kind of hard uh, at that point. Uh, in the university that I was studying. So I ended up graduating. But then right after that, I started working uh, as an um, iOS engineer uh, in an uh, as an intern. So I didn't know uh, iOS uh, initially, but uh, I started doing it uh, in a company as an intern. And then I really liked it. So I did I have uh, I, I did have some experience in web engineering, but um, I have never done mobile. And then when I did that, uh, started doing iOS, I really liked it. So I ended up um, uh, continuing uh, the work in iOS. And then I um, went to study my master's degree. So I studied uh, artificial intelligence for my master's uh, while working full time, which was uh, not easy, but, um, but I managed to do it. And then, um, so I'm originally from Iran, but uh, I really wanted to try out and work in a different country. Uh, so at that point, I was uh, looking uh, for positions in uh, Europe, mostly uh, Nordics and Germany. And then I uh, eventually landed a position in Copenhagen, uh, which is where I am currently. Uh, I've been here, uh, I've been living here for the past uh, five years. Uh, I've worked at uh, two different companies here. And uh, now I'm working as a tech lead, for a company called Vio Technologies. And uh, I I got hired as a senior IOS engineer, but after a year into, uh, like after a year that I uh, worked there, I got uh, the promotion to be, uh, to become a tech lead. So the team that I'm uh, like, that I'm the tech lead for uh, is a mix of uh, different profiles. So uh, we have mobile engineers, iOS and Android. We have uh, backend engineers, uh, full stack engineers, uh, frontend engineers, um, DevOps engineers. So like it's a kind of a mixed team. Um, and we have a designer and also a, a PM, a project manager. And uh, for me, I had uh, this, uh, so like the whole thing kind of, um, the whole leadership kind of started for me uh, maybe um, very, very soon in my career. Uh, the thing is that I never, uh, for me, I know that a lot of engineers uh, really care about the code and the, the product side uh, of uh, things doesn't really matter for them. 
and that's fine and uh, no one says that it should matter but for me it was always uh, about the product and also like why are we doing certain things and who are we building this for what is it that we're trying to solve so uh, when I first uh, joined uh, my current company, um, it was like a brand new team and a brand new project. Uh, and then uh, there was a position for a tech lead, but I, um, but like, there it, it was open for a while, but no one, uh, so we couldn't find the right candidate uh, for the position. And then I ended up doing a lot of other stuff than just uh, uh, doing the iOS app because I felt, okay, these kind of tasks needs to be taken care of. We have, uh, okay, we, someone needs to plan this. Someone needs to figure out the scope. Someone needs to talk to the other teams, the dependencies that we have across teams. Uh, and also like, uh, how do we, uh, like what are the milestones that we have uh, for in order to release this project in time? So like a lot of other things that uh, I was doing while doing the iOS, and the main reason that I did it was because uh, I felt, okay, there is a need for it and uh, we someone has to do these things. And okay, we don't have a ticket for now, so um, I'm taking them. And uh, like, sometimes I ask other people, oh, maybe you can do this or maybe you can do this. But like most of like taking, uh, like a, uh, being the captain of like kind of directing where, what do we do and what should we do? And of course the, the PM uh, of our team really helped uh, in that uh, in that regards, but it was also a lot of technical uh, decision on architecture and different decisions that we had to make. Um, so uh, what I, um, um, after a while, uh, I started having uh, the conversation with my manager and I realized, okay, a lot of things that I'm doing uh, are uh, put like are for a tech lead, position but I'm already doing them and I kind of thought I actually um, can't do it better so uh, if I have the position because at, there's a limit until when you don't have at least in some companies when you don't have the position there is up to a limit that you can uh, have an impact on uh, what's going on so for me it was about uh, okay up to now I'm I'm at the point that I need to have the position because I want to be able to uh, do these things uh, better and also have the time to do it. And uh, because otherwise it was like, okay, why aren't you doing the iOS work? Whereas you're supposed to do that and you're doing other stuff. Uh, if I have the position, then that would not become a thing anymore because this is part of my job. So it was uh, not an easy uh, easy thing. So in general, it was not so easy to kind of uh, uh, do become um, uh, to become the the tech lead because um, also like the the company that I work for is not mobile. It's a mobile. It's not uh, mobile focus. Even though we have uh, mobile applications, but like the web app, and we also have a, a camera. So like we there's a camera division. Uh, so those are the part of like the main parts of the company. Uh, so most of the tech leads uh, are from, actually all of the tech leads are from uh, a web uh, background. So it was kind of hard for me coming from a mobile background and saying, okay, I think I'm, I'm good at this and I can do this. Um, so 
yeah so that was a whole uh, story of how how it actually how i ended up getting the position so i like there was a uh, like i i started talking to my manager making a plan and like uh, managing also like okay what is it that i need to do to 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 prove that i am actually able to do this so there was like certain things and uh, it was really good that i got the support in my company uh, to actually um finally be able to get the position and they trusted me uh, even though I haven't had uh, like a, I haven't had this uh, role before in my uh, previous jobs. So uh, when I uh, ended up being in the leadership position, then there were some things that I actually didn't uh, see coming. So uh, one of them uh, was uh, time management. So I ended up uh, having uh, problems uh, with uh, time management. And the reason for that was... Um, Suddenly, I ended up uh, being in a lot of meetings, talking to a lot of people, um, and and they were necessary. But uh, but it ended up me um, being into meetings um, here and there. So then it resulted me not having a lot of focus time. Uh, so like the time management became very critical because I had tasks, so I still had to do coding. I had uh, also like uh, helping with the projects and like taking uh, some of the features, but. But then it was kind of difficult because I couldn't find a like a focused time during my days because the, my time was very fragmented. Uh, and that was something I didn't actually like I didn't expect to happen. Um the other thing was um hiring. So uh for my team, um when I got the position, uh, there was a three there were three uh, open positions. So I ended up uh, taking the hiring manager role for those positions. And that was, uh, I mean, I was part of hiring before, but I was never a hiring manager. And uh, so it was a complete uh, change because I ended up doing a lot of uh, uh, interviews and putting the time and figuring out how, how we should do interviews that would work for my team and like who should I involve and for each interview who should take the role and uh, of like uh, what questions do we ask who asks the questions how do we get feedback and uh, how who do I involve so there's a, a lot of things around hiring that I didn't uh, anticipate it uh, originally but um but it was like something that I had to do and it was necessary for the team uh, another thing was uh, people management. So I I knew I was going to do that, but obviously I didn't have any like um, hands-on experience on it. So it was uh, it was very challenging in a sense that um, like figuring out um, how to make a connection or like build a relationship with the with with my team, and also how do I make sure that this is like a safe space for them and they can trust me, and uh, also like I can uh, I can trust them and like we we have like, can have like open conversation, we can give feedback and get feedback. So that was like also like a lot of uh, effort I had to put in. And a lot of knowledge I had to uh, get from any any resource I could find, books, talking to people, talking to my manager, talking to uh, people with experience. So like it was a, a lot of uh, over like um, a lot of learning that I had to do in that regards. And uh, something I I think I kind of knew, but I never really thought about it deeply was uh, how much uh, I spend uh, how much time I get to actually do coding and that was not easy and it is still not easy I must add so it's just, it's always a, a like a battle for me because I really enjoy coding uh, but I know sometimes I'm not 
the most effective uh, when I'm coding in the sense that my team needs me to do other stuff and me coding a certain thing doesn't necessarily help them. So I have to kind of prioritize where, what part of my time do I spend coding and what part of my time do I spend in uh, other topics? So yeah. That was uh, that was some of some of the stuff that I didn't actually uh, anticipate it, and um, some of the some of the like throughout my journey, I did have um, a lot of uh, uh, struggles, and uh, like one of them was, uh, and I also grow. I feel like I I've uh, I I grow a lot uh, since I uh, stepped into the position, and that's uh, really. That is very exciting for me because I still feel like I'm at the beginning of this journey. So it's not long that I've been uh, doing uh, like uh, leadership, but uh, so far it has been very insightful and I gained a lot of new uh, new knowledge. But part of the part of the part of my struggles were uh, I was struggling or uh, yeah, so I was struggling with uh, imposter syndrome, uh, meaning that I kind of felt like maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I'm not good at it. Maybe someone else can do this better. Maybe I'm not helping the team in the best way possible. So there was like a lot of uh, a lot of those uh, things, had, like those thoughts that I had and also coming from a mobile background didn't really help uh, because I'm really good at mobile uh, mobile and mobile technology but i wasn't uh, like as good when it came to uh, web technology and since as i said most of my colleagues like in the tech uh, engineering uh, group are uh, coming from a background of web then it was kind of uh, difficult to kind of feel that okay i belong here and so that's that was part of the struggles and the other thing is um i did uh have to learn quite a lot uh, with uh, like or learn quite a lot about the leadership skills. I uh, I did um, uh, I did end up spending a lot of my time looking into those uh, topics and like as I said, reading books and talking to people and if everywhere I could get some uh, information. So that uh, was also um, challenging, but uh, in a good way in a sense that I got to learn a lot of new stuff. And um, another thing was uh, just uh, just being able to help my team. So the, 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 at first, when I, when I got the position, I kind of had this, maybe I need to know everything. Uh, maybe I need to be very good at everything. But uh, that's not the case uh, because there is a limit on to how many things a person can be really good at. And you have a team to support uh, to support you because you have people who are specialists in certain topics, and you have to trust them. And what I understood uh, from uh, from my time is that you need to be able to uh, trust uh, your team to give you good options. You're there to guide them, to help them solve the problems, but it's not up to you to solve everything or like have a best solution for everything. So you just have to. Uh, like make a plan and like help your team to get to the right solution. And uh, on another uh, th- on another note, I started to do public speaking in the previous year, and this is uh, this had to do some part of it uh, with me uh, becoming um, tech lead and wanting to share my knowledge in a sense. I did talk talks on on multiple uh, topics of so those like not uh, not about 
actually I haven't talked about this topic. Uh, this is the first time I'm talking about it, but I talked about like uh, surf UI, which is like a topic in iOS and like different the different things. Uh, and that helped me a lot in a sense that I got to uh, spend some time, some of my off work time on learning technical stuff, which was really, uh, really good for me because I kind of, at some point I lost the touch of, okay, I'm, uh, I wanted to still, uh, I want to still be very good in, in technical. So I didn't want to lose touch and that helped. And another, and another uh, way that it helped me was that I ended up building a lot of good connections and uh, being more um, confident when I'm, uh, when I'm out there and I'm giving a talk. Uh, it helped me to have this confidence, uh, and that was really, really helpful for me. And um, the other thing uh, that happened is, uh, for me, there was a, like a mental shift from deep coding to broader vision. As I said, uh, when uh, at first when I had the position, and I so I, I sometimes I I get got the feeling of okay, I didn't code, so it didn't work. Uh, but then later on, I realized, yes, okay, today I didn't code, but I did all of these other things that will help my team a lot more than me spending time coding. And there are days that I like try to uh, just dedicate uh, to coding. So I try to like book it uh, completely so that I don't end up being in meetings or going to uh, like to so like uh, I, I don't have to go and talk to other people or kind of like also ask my team to respect that time. Of course, there are exceptions and things happen, but it's re it has really helped me in a sense to say, OK, uh, I have uh, other responsibilities which are really important. And I also want to code and that's also part of my role. So like, how do I balance that, that I don't miss out on one? In general, I think there were some moments that I... um. Uh, th there are some uh, moments that I cherish throughout this journey. And uh, so one of them, one of the biggest one, I would say, is the impact that I see I could have on my team. I know that there are a lot of uh, parts that I can improve, that I can become better. But I feel like uh, when, uh, when, so like when I hear positive feedback from my team, that really like kind of warms my heart in a sense that I feel like, okay, all this hard work, all of this effort is paying off. And of course, there are some days that I feel like, oh, maybe I should have done that the other way. Maybe I should have uh, taken this into account and that into account. But in general, I think it has really helped me to um, so when I when I see the feedback that I get from my team, that has really, um, uh, yeah, as I said, it, it has really warmed my heart. And uh, the new perspective that I got uh, from working as a lead and not a coder. So uh, the more, uh, so like a lot of things that I, before I was like, oh, but why do we have, as a coder when I was working, oh, why, but why do we have to do this? And why isn't it like that? And why is it? So now I got a lot of more, uh, like it got, a lot of things got more clear and I have like a better overview of why things are the way they are and why do we make decisions and i always welcome uh, my team to challenge and to ask questions and to also because there are some times that maybe maybe they could have done it differently and i'm really actually hoping that people would bring it up because then that will help us in the in the long run and I got to develop a lot of new skills, uh, uh, mostly soft skills. So of course I did gain a lot of technical knowledge along the way, 
but a, a lot of soft skills as i said so i uh, like just uh, just being able to uh, like making uh, uh, like making connections and be and just uh, have that kind of uh, making connection between the team and also across teams so knowing people in different departments that i wouldn't normally knew uh, or uh, like yeah i wouldn't normally knew if i i wasn't uh, I I didn't take this role, but now because I ended up talking to a lot of different departments, then I had uh, to uh, make a lot of new skills and like be able to communicate, and that was a that was a very challenging but rewarding experience throughout the time uh, throughout this journey. And uh, one more thing would be that uh, just boosting uh, my team to grow, uh, help them in any way I can. And also, if it's um, uh, professionally, try to uh, figure out what, what they want and what they want to get to. Is there anything that I can do to help that, to uh, facilitate that? Uh, also, like just to understand what they enjoy, what don't they enjoy. So if we have the possibility to align the task in a way that they would spend, uh, I don't think most like that uh, the the ideal word would be that you would spend most of your time doing what you like but that usually is not the case but just try to have that balance of uh, figuring out what each person uh, likes and try to uh, when distributing the task try to have that in mind and also like uh, if if there is a if there is a uh, if there is a course they want to get if there is a conference they want to attend so all of just facilitate and help them to uh, to provide these things for them and also uh, personally so if uh, someone just uh, is going through a rough patch then uh, be able to talk to me and then I can do whatever we can uh, like whatever there is to be able to whatever the, the company is able to do to basically help them to get through that that time and what uh, what I would tell uh, young uh, younger my younger uh, version, uh, or anyone who's out there who is kind of thinking that, okay, maybe uh, like uh, they're, they're thinking about taking this uh, pass and um, having this position, uh, I would say, uh, first of all, be careful what you wish for. And that uh, I don't mean it in a bad way, but uh, just uh, just think about it and really understand what you want to get out of it. And uh, maybe maybe some people are happier being a senior engineer and being a principal engineer, and that's totally fine. There is nothing wrong with that. And if you are uh, interested in becoming a team lead and take choosing this path, also really think about it like long term. Is this uh, is this what you want? Is this uh, what you're hoping to be doing in the next uh, I don't know, like ten years of your career? More than that. Another thing is, uh, I would definitely um, say myself uh, to be ready. Uh, to do uh, less coding and more leading. I think that's a very, very important thing. And I'm not, uh, I don't regret what I did, but I think if I knew uh, this before, I would have, I wouldn't be so shocked when it happened. You know, it would be like, okay, I, I know, I, I expected this to happen. Um. also I feel as a individual contributor, as a coder, you most of the time you get things very defined uh, especially for us uh, engineers, it's just like, okay, this is your task. And then you just, you have the freedom of, okay, how do you want to build it? You get to get, choose the architecture up to, to a limit. 
you get to do a lot of these things, but the whole thing is kind of defined for you. Whereas moving to this uh, role, a lot of things are undefined and your responsibility is actually to define them. So if you are used to being having things defined, clear roles and cre- clear responsibilities, uh, this is, it. of course, it depends from company to company and position to position. But uh, from, from my experience and also like knowing uh, people in the tech world, in a lot of cases, that is not the case. So you should be the one defining uh, defining them. And um, be ready to learn a new set of skills, which are not technical. Of course, you also have, you, you learn a lot of technical stuff, but you will also have to learn a lot of other skills. And uh, those, a lot of them might not be technical. Uh, so just, just be ready for that. Thank you for listening and tuning in into this podcast. Uh, you can follow me in Twitter with um, uh, Zamzam Puya. And uh, I would be happy to um, just, uh, uh, if you have any questions, I would be happy to answer you and just reach out if you have anything in mind. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website at www.womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on all socials at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Women Who Code, with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Thanks again for listening, and remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.